So, uh, Peter, a number of things going on, as usual, because uh, you know I like to say that. Uh, first thing that I saw on IG today, which is a little bit crazy, not even an athlete, but people still buying this guy's shoe, his worn shoe. So the 2008 Kanye West Air Yeezy Grammy uh, shoes sold for $1.8 million. Damn. How do you feel about that? That is not that crazy to me, actually. It's really? cra- anything 1.8 is crazy. But but was that the I'm gonna let you finish year, or was that 2009? I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I would imagine though that that was the I'm gonna let you finish. The year. assumptions I'm bringing into this are that it was like the first pair of Yeezys, like before they were released, because 2008 Yeezys sound yeah. uh, unheard of. Right. So maybe it was just he had like like custom design shoes, so they're already like crazy worth. Plus, worn by uber famous celebrity. And then during an uber famous moment, then it's like, yeah, is it worth 1.8 million? Obviously sure. not. But like, what are we assigning value to anyway? So well, the company that actually bought it plans on, I guess, chopping the shoe up into many pieces and then just like selling it. Really? Out and maybe making a profit. Yeah. I that's the that's dumbest the thing ever. I hate everything. What do you mean? Hate We're just going to buy a pair of shoes, <laughs> chop them up. Oh, yeah, I have a little piece of leather from well, an like, original shoe. That's, that's like stupid. When, that's like when you buy a piece of the hardwood on NBA floor. Yeah, but even that, like... thing, or get a piece of the U.S. Open net. If you're a diehard fan... Of Kanye? Of Kanye, yeah. and you want a little piece of his shoe, how can that be worth anything to you other than, like, $100? I don't know, man, but this also brings up the point that's that embarrassing. of, like, NFTs, you mm. know? Wouldn't you say that somebody owns, like, a piece of a picture? No, it's so a, they own like, the picture. No. They own the picture. Well, but it's, it's still dumb. No, 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 but it depends how many copies of the picture there are, you know? In some yeah, but, cases, there could be 100 copies. Yeah, but we're not talking about copies. We're talking about them having the rights to the thing. original, the, okay. the OG versus the print. So you don't I, think that these people who bought Kanye West's shoes from 2000, 2008 uh, VMAs shouldn't sell it, Grammys rather? I mean, if they if they sell bits of his sneakers yeah. and make more you know, than it one... It does look weird. I'm just trying to play... I think I'm playing devil's yeah. advocate. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying... Uh, I, this isn't against you. I'm just saying everyone <laughs> is... If you're buying little pieces of the uh-huh. sneaker, you're a loser. I'm sorry. If you if if you're a big enough fan of anyone that isn't like no, just anyone. What about like I'm, if it was Michael Jordan's shoe and they chopped it up? Embarrassing to be that fan of anyone that you want a little piece of their sneaker. I could kind of get it. The being, whole shoe. If it were like a yeah, the whole shoe is something that's a collectible item. Yeah. That's still cool. You could put it on display in like a glass box in yeah. your mansion, whatever. Right, right, right. If you have a piece of a shoe and you're like, Yeah, yeah I got a little piece like, of Kanye. Where are you here. gonna put it? You're, yeah, you're embarrassing yourself. You're, you think you're going to impress the friends like, oh yeah, look, check out this thing I got. They're like, wait, are you that insignificant that you thought (laughs) having a a little piece of another man's shoe makes you cool? So you think that there would be other ways to praise somebody? Like if you had somebody's maybe rookie card per se, I guess we'll jump to the next topic. (laughs) Those are traditionally collectible items. There's a cool picture. There's a a bit of history beyond it. Like that makes way more sense. It's not even. I, I don't even hate the shoes versus the card. It's the piece. The piece means nothing. The piece of hardwood that you said beforehand. Like I can give you something because it's it's part of like the arena, the greater experience, the fanhood, everything. The piece of the shoe is you're just worshiping one little piece His of a foot. shoe of a guy. Like just. I'm sorry. So you, you don't deserve to ever whatever. wear shoes again. That's well, okay. Fine. Fair enough. So uh, I mentioned rookie card because LeBron James rookie card just sold for five point two million dollars. Five point two. Yes. Now there are so many different Ooh. variations of rookie cards these days. Mm-hmm. Like if it's minted, if it's uh, special edition, if they only made 
uh, X amount of people, X amount of cards, which is basically special edition. But one of my other buddies has a LeBron James rookie card, and he was like doing a bunch of research, doing a bunch of research on it, and he thinks that his card is only worth like five thousand dollars. He bought it for thirty dollars back in like two thousand three. But it's so it's so weird, yeah, it's so weird to like fully know what card is worth what. You know what I mean? I mean, do, do you have any experience with the rookie cards besides the Josh Allen one that I so graciously gave to you? Well, that came in that that came in the case, which meant it had been specially like uh, specially cased and appraised. So the condition has been like at least the condition was verified and everything, yes. right? The yeah. condition and the authenticity, and those people they assign value, which is kind of like I know that's normal for a lot of collectibles, not just baseball or cards in general. But it, it is strange that we have like people that can appraise it and just assign value. It makes sense to have experts on, say, appraising a home, right? So there's yeah. some sort of like basis. But these things that only have uh, like implied value because they're collectible, because they don't have like a, a tangible purpose, is it's really strange to me to have someone that appraises it and, and can assign value. It should just be whatever the market determines. Right. Well, but as we go into more, more, uh, more, excuse me, purchases being virtual. Isn't mm-hmm. that going to be even more difficult? We're going to need virtual appraisers like NFTs and who's going to decide what's worth $10 and what's worth $500,000. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. I think I think the market can decide. The, the thing with the NFT is like the whole purpose of it is it's automatically verified. But I don't know. Maybe there's going to be some way that people can like create fraud NFTs. I don't know. But I thought that was kind of the whole purpose was like just like Bitcoin can't be faked. Like neither yeah. can the NFT. Like, yeah. Uh, so, so you don't have to worry about like, oh, is this an original Picasso? Right, oh, is this actually, yeah, let yeah. me look, is the, is the stroke accurate, blah, blah, blah. Like I get, you know, historians, people that can understand if something's real. That's the value they add. So I don't know if online that's even going to be necessary. Uh, but the, as far as the price is concerned, I'm just sick of people spending money on stupid stuff. It's so funny um, that we have no basis of like what's going to be normal in 10 years. Like when the internet first came out, they were talking about it on Good Morning America. I'd be like... Being like, what is an email? Like, what is the at symbol? Like, uh, just shit like that. Stuff that, like, when we listen back to this in five yeah. to ten years and we're like, yeah, we had no idea what we were talking about. And how great NFTs are. Me and you just got our own, excuse me, you and I just have our own NFT just sitting here on the couch. Ten yeah. mil. Yeah. Who knows? You just put whatever price on it that you want. I mean, it's possible. We're seeing people do a lot of dumb stuff lately and get rich off it. Yeah. So, Doge. I mean. Dogecoin. Exactly. You know, so there's going to be a lot more like it feels like a prank, but usually I don't really think it is. I think there's more like nefarious behavior behind these things. Like what? Like well, like Musk's in involvement in Doge. Like, yeah. was it really just happenstance? He's like, oh, haha, this is funny. I'm going to tweet up. Or was he just kind of running it up and getting rich off it like rich people do, you know? Yeah. Like, I, but I think more so I'd say from what I have seen and what I've gathered, I think it's got to be at least 65 percent joke. And maybe thirty five percent of him trying to run it out where he makes money off of it. But, but the thing really is, have, like, he doesn't have any need to. The thing is, joke or not, like that basically, and and that's what's really weird about about these things. Like, if you have enough of following, you have enough influence, like you can just cause the price to go up, and that feels illegal. That feels really illegal, right? But I mean, people <laughs> in your industry do it all the time, man. But it's illegal. Finance, right? True. <laughs> well, I, I mean, there are a lot of things that uh, people do that are illegal. In finance, no? Yeah, I mean, white collar crime. So, um, speaking of Elon Musk, he is hosting SNL this Saturday, yeah, and yeah. Miley Cyrus is performing. Why are people hating on him? And I see you are kind of hating I mean, on him, too. Because 
it, like we're, we're it's supposed to be like artists and like performers yeah, and like people that came out yeah people that create and add value in that way and then we have just some guy who's like i mean elon musk is objectively not funny so any like like snl is a comedy show he's not a funny person his yeah. twitter is like embarrassing his appearance on joe rogan like he's he's like very cringy he's not a creative in did any you, sort did of you way watch that uh joe rogan yeah no, oh, not a creative that. in any sort of way. Um, doesn't check any of the boxes well, for. What do you mean he's not a creative in any sort of way? I mean, like he created the electronic. You, mean you know like, what I'm talking about. You mean you, like I'm jokes talking about SNL. SNL. We don't come. Okay, okay fine, SNL. Look, enough. you created the parachute. Well, let's put you on SNL. <laughs> like I don't care. You got your own lane. Stay in it. It's just like I actually I really hate it. I saw that. Okay, yeah, Elon Musk is going to come be on SNL and take a spot from like like someone else, some actual performer that could people could. Uh, connect with and be like, oh well, yeah, Miley I'm going to get Cyrus involved in this person. Yeah, they always have a musician to, yeah. to perform, which would be almost as stupid as if you had Elon Musk be the performing uh, mu- musical artist. Like he has no right to be there, but he now is a partial owner in, um, or he's on the board with WME, which is like the biggest artistic agency. Yeah, uh, Morris. Yeah, and that's probably a big reason why, or something like just. Just leave something for the rest of us. You come in here and now you're going to be on SNL. You did nothing to get there. You didn't do any of the steps in being a performer in building a following and creating worthwhile art that people want to consume. Do you think that you would have had this energy if we were talking about this on air in 2015 about Donald Trump? Uh, yeah, he definitely shouldn't have been on. I mean, he was closer because of he reality star. Like he's yeah. he's a TV guy. I think it was, I, I mean, I think it was a terrible idea that he was on and yeah. led to a bad presidency. Yeah. Um, who knows? And then also him, that's yeah, so the, well, like the comedy central roast, but that was a few years ago. Yeah. But now. again, like, I mean, that's different. Elon Musk, I'm pretty sure he can never run for president because he's not us born. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty no, sure no, no, that's no, no, a prereq. That's that's so at least we can avoid that. But like, why, why do we need to give more attention or, or power to like the people that are already running the world I, when this is for people to be entertained? I see, I see that you're, I see that you're so passionate about this and I appreciate it, but at the same time, the guy is very well known. People seem to like him. I don't see why it's such a big deal. Because yes, they do taking, sketches. He's they... taking a spot uh, from somebody, from like an artist for sure, or an entertainer, yeah. or an, um, wh- whatever it may be. But I don't know. We'll see how he does. I'd they say. do sketches. They have performers. Time. The show is going to be bad because you have a bad performer on there okay. and now they have to do All bad right. things around this guy maybe like oh we're gonna do like an elon musk and like we're just gonna rely on stuff. reputation yeah. we're just gonna like everything if you know elon musk you're gonna get it instead of like people acting and taking on different characters Fine. because that's what acting is okay. i hate it it makes me hate snl honestly like it's probably the most embarrassing move of 2021 in the entertainment wow. industry interesting yeah. we didn't even have this like on the plug to talk about today yeah i didn't know you were this passionate uh, i mean it. i i'm disgusted by it like i couldn't think of a worse person to be on there what do you think is the number one reason you're so upset about it though just because he doesn't deserve it is that like your reasoning yeah because someone that has no experience or any or has established himself in that lane it all just used wealth and power and fame to take the spot from the people that are supposed to earn it and it's not like these are nobodies going on and getting recognized on there it's like celebrities already but you're just taking a show to give attention to a businessman who is already like has has so much and for no good reason. And now we need to, you know, like just have bad entertainment because why not just 
get the ratings up, give it to someone famous. Oh, Elon's on. Let's see what that's going. And that's the direction we're headed on. Just it's the clickbait of of TV now, and it's it's pathetic for the network. It's pathetic for the show. It's pathetic for anyone who does comedy or or creates art in any sort of performative way. There were a couple uh, people on the show that spoke out against him too. They're like not happy about it. But I would be furious if I were on the show and I'm writing sketches for some fucking CEO. I would be furious. I'm like, oh, we have any actor or performer on. Like, oh, yeah, we can write sketches for him. Now I have to sit in a room and Elon Musk is going to have input on the sketch I wrote. I'm on SNL. I'm an expert in writing sketches. And now some guy who tries to be cool, like, doesn't even know how to smoke weed on Joe Rogan and and talks (laughs) about space. How did he smoke (laughs) weed on it, by the way? I saw, like, the five-second clip and when he was, like, kind of paused and puzzled right after he smoked. Did he inhale or what? Did you put like a Bill Clinton? I think he kind of faked it. Yeah, I think he kind of faked it. it. Well, did he? Was he high afterwards? Could you tell? I mean, the guy always sounds stupid, right? And so, so yeah. So like, he could have potentially been. High. Yeah, it's hard. He didn't seem significantly different. Uh, yeah, I you know, maybe Pete Davidson will offer him some, and he'll pass out beforehand, and yeah, we'll he won't see. go ruin Saturday well, night. I I guarantee we're gonna see at least one sketch on Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. One sketch on Which already should have happened. What do you mean? Like like that's gonna be old news. SNL's topical. Like Dogecoin, yeah. we shouldn't even but here we're gonna Yeah. Give it to Elon. Yeah. So today Joe Biden was saying that if you have been vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask on the street. Saw Way that. overdue. Or I guess mask outside rather, unless you're yeah. in a large group yeah. of people who are close by. How do you feel about that? You know, I I'm not the expert. I assume this is like CDC guidelines he's, he's sharing with us. It's always great when we hear progress. Yes, you know what I mean? I agree. It's another step in the right direction. It's a little like, I'm almost a little surprised. Really? I feel like, you know, the communication we're getting from the government is always going to be a little bit, or even should be a little bit hesitant because, you know, some people will take advantage of it. So we have to, you know, treat everything with caution. So the fact that they're saying like, hey, congrats, you don't need to wear the mask. And knowing that so many other people, it's not like it's mandatory outside, but that so many other people that aren't vaccinated are going to start doing that. Like, Mm -hmm. and they've factored that into their models on the spread of it. I would agree. That's encouraging. The numbers are encouraging lately. It's definitely, you know, I'm getting my second shot later this week. Yeah, Yeah. New York for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, so I think that's exciting. Yeah. I think in New York, you're always in a large crowd of people pretty much. Right. Uh, but, but anytime we're like, eh, we can chill out on, on this. Like it, yeah, it, it's encouraging and much more so than like a couple months ago when we started reopening restaurants and stuff, because yeah. it was like, why are we doing that now? Now it's like, well, the numbers are down. So it actually makes sense. And, and the vaccines are going up and progress. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've been in this for so long. Yeah, we've been man. in this for so long in really so many have. different stages. Yeah. I'm curious to see when, the Starbucks and the grocery stores of the of the city mm-hmm. and I guess of the country are like, okay, you don't you only have to wear masks if you want to wear a mask. You know, I would think that a Starbucks situation or a Whole Foods type, they mm-hmm. would have to be like a na- nationwide saying mm-hmm. like this is what we're gonna do, just because it wouldn't work yeah. state by state. Yeah. Um, but I would think that within the ne- the next few months they're gonna announce kind of the same thing for indoors. You know, like once enough people are vaccinated. And international travel is potentially not resuming yet. You know, just because like America is figuring it out with the vaccine. There are other countries that still haven't really gotten. Yeah, like India is va- yeah, in horrible shape. So like if you keep the borders closed to like, I don't know, Europe and other countries in the world, mm-hmm. um, it just seems like we're going to 
we're gonna get to not wear. We're gonna get to be maskless inside faster. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I but, don't know. But it, it's. I mean, it's gonna. It's gonna take one of these big corporations to be like, all right, you guys don't have to wear masks inside anymore. Like a, a corporation that's not like Ralph's or just in like a select few mm-hmm. states. I. I don't think it'll be. I think it'll probably be government and then major corporation you know because we have state by state and okay so you think joe biden will be like all right you don't have to wear you don't have to wear inside starting in september he'll say it and then starbucks and whole foods will like slowly adjust like you'll still have some baristas and people checking out your groceries with masks but i think it's i think it's also just going to be like an asia type where you know you see like one out of every three four people wearing masks and nobody like gives each other a hard time if a person's wearing a mask or a person's not wearing yeah, uh, I I would be su- I would be surprised if, especially in New York, we don't see some people with masks for the next decade, or if it's just a permanent thing, like yeah. at least if on people, subways yeah, subway, or whatever. Right. Like, or where people think like the air could be considered dirty, maybe people wearing yeah. uh, masks in the sauna at Equinox. Yeah, or even just like that could it, be good you don't have like coronavirus doesn't exist anymore. Let's say, but uh, you, you know, you feel like maybe you're a little under the weather. The you go into work, you That's toss true. on the mask. I mean, yeah. hopefully, it's just you don't go into work. Yeah. And people are more cautious about that sort of thing moving forward. But yeah, I think we'll see that. I mean, yeah, it's progress is great. I'm like, you know, I'm not begging for the next step, begging for the next step because I I'm I'm terrified of an uptick. But it really is encouraging. Why Why, why are you terrified? Man? I mean, if we have an uptick, then then you know you the despair is going to close down. I mean, not like it it once did, but if it starts getting. If it got bad once again, that yes. would just be so devastating with all the right, hope right, that right. exists right now. So I'd much rather have like a slightly slower so trip not, back to normal. So yours is not from a personal selfish standpoint. It sounds like you you are just hoping for the greater of all good, which is yeah. commendable. Yeah, I mean, but but I'm not going to lie. That affects me. Like if everyone, the the energy I get from people around me is much better now than it was two months ago, four months ago, throughout all this. Even like, from me? Just for yeah, from you think I don't think it was bad. Then I'm just saying life is better, <laughs> energy is better, my life no, is better. Is. You're right. You I know. just think that like the comedy clubs thing, man. That was like one of the weirder things mm-hmm. on what day did I do that show? Either yeah. Saturday or Sunday when it was just like me on stage and I was just looking at like 60 masks in the crowd. I didn't yeah. like it. I and know. especially not really being able to tell if people are, are like digging certain jokes or whatever, yeah. man. That was like a part I really didn't expect. You know, like. I feel like in the past I've definitely fed off smiles. Yeah. So now I'm feeding off. Of I mean, squints. maybe you just should level up to laughs. Oh <laughs> shit! No, dude, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying, dude. I know what you're saying. All but. right, well, Peter. So let's uh, we'll end that uh, story with uh, that note, that mean note by you. I know, <laughs> I, I know you just playing. So, Peter, you're noticing the studio is not maybe as clean as it usually is. Yeah, I'm disgusted. But it looks I pretty thought good. Thought about throwing a mask on. So, um. Uh, I wanted to ask you a question before we get into this listener email in a few minutes. Have you ever relied on someone, maybe not consistently, but definitely relied on someone many a two times, a too many times, I should say, and you realize that you shouldn't rely on them anymore, but you really, really want to rely on them? Yeah. Should I go first? Actually, I just thought it. I just thought of it. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. There's this dude. I'm just going to name names because yeah, yeah. it's, oh, yeah, it's not going to be. Yeah, do it. Fucking Alex. There's this dude. His name is Tanner, and I went to high nice. school with him. And, oh, like, man. you know, we we didn't talk after high school, four or five years, whatever it was, maybe, like, a social media interaction or two. Yeah. And uh, we found ourselves in L.A., uh, and we're like, yeah, you know, let's hang out. We should go, like, get drinks. Uh-huh. 
Uh, he bailed. I bailed. This one was more wait, mutual. Wait, 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 but how, how did, you Listen. know, I've always been interested. Sorry, my bad, man. But I've always been interested to know how the bails actually happen. You know, uh-huh. it's like, we should get a drink like next Friday. And then yeah. you both don't hit each other up. But go ahead. Sorry. It was like we made plans and Very light plans. Yeah, light plans. And then I think it was a little bit of a, like a mutual go. slash <laughs> like, let's not confirm. That one was kind of mutual. <laughs> I love that. You know, we're both like, do we really just because we knew each other? Do yeah, we really got to yeah, do that? You yeah. know, like. And then uh, he hits me up in 2018 about like this business opportunity, right? And he tells me the details. He's like, oh, you know, I'm working on this. I, I guess I won't na- go this specific, but like a yeah. pretty big name, like uh, alcohol line uh, or tequila he, line. What, wait, what he wanted to what? He was working on. He he knows I'm a finance guy. He's like, can you oh. put together like a pitch deck? Oh, and I was like, this is what I need for you. This 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 that. He goes me after that. Then he hits me up in, in 2019. Wait, saying, wait, sorry, man. He asked you for all these things that he needed for a pitch deck. Yeah. And you gave no, it to no, him. No, no, no. He said, I need a pitch deck on this. This is what we're doing. I said, okay, I need this information. I'll put the deck together. You told him I need yeah. this information. Okay, cool. Then he goes, yes. right? Then he hits me up in 2019, says, hey, man, I know we kind of like fell off before, but I got this opportunity, like some sneaker line, some radio network, kind of same deal. A this hustler. is what's going on. I say, Yeah. That's how he. That's how he positions himself. I don't know what's legit because of the times I've been ghosted by this dude. So then, so he, yeah, this is what I'm working on. I was like, okay, I just need like better communication from you than than last time. At this point, like, it's hilarious to me. I know he's gonna ghost, but there's no way I'm ever ignoring this guy's text just because I want to see how long he can keep this up. Ghosts me. Okay, that's 2019. <laughs> 2020 comes around like beginning of the pandemic. Hey man, I'm doing this podcast. You know, like I want to talk to like uh, different creatives and whatnot. I want you on. We go. We record the episode that comes through. This is Do- in New York. You, you, uh- we, we did it via Zoom. Okay, uh, he's in LA, and uh, you know, so we're on there. I don't mention all the ghosts and whatever. We record an episode. <laughs> on the episode, right? Yeah, we we get we get it done. Uh, the podcast he kind of like doesn't happen. He doesn't launch. N- never happens. A couple months later, I'm I hit him up for some artwork. He's like a graphic designer. He I, and I was like, oh. You wonder if like you could take this picture and like turn to whatever. He goes, yeah, uh, the blah blah. This is what I'll do. I'll do like three looks, whatever. Here's the first look. I say this is great. Can you do this and this? Ghost me. <laughs> four, so four straight years, five straight incidents. It's 2021, Tanner. I know you're not listening to this, but if you do and you don't hit me up and then bail or ghost on you're something this year, I'm gonna be pretty upset. This is a four year streak we have going on at this Yo, point. I hate people like that, man. <laughs> it's like just shut your mouth. Do do whatever you need to do, but just stop talking nonsense. Like one of my boys being like, Yeah, I'm gonna get a six pack like you this year, Jones. <laughs> All right, cool, great. Go ahead. Do it. Yo, I'm thinking I think I'm gonna dunk this year, Jones. I'm gonna dunk a basketball. All right, bro, you're five foot eleven. Cool cool. Go ahead. Do it. Yeah. Yo, I'm gonna make so much money this year, Jones. Cool. Great. Do it. Guys, stop talking so much. More action. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, bro, I have, I, have, out. I have a bone to pick, though. With, yeah, pick it. For, that's for the initial reason that I brought this topic up, man. The studio not being as clean as I usually like it to be. My housekeeper is super, super unreliable. You know, she'll say that she's going to be here at 10 a.m. on a Monday morning. And when she does come on Monday morning, she doesn't end up showing up until, like, 1 30 p.m. So it's no longer the morning. It's still Monday. Shows up like three and a half hours late. And then this was on Monday. So a few days ago, we had scheduled the date. I confirmed it twice with her. Then Sunday night scheduled comes around day. and I asked what time she's going to be there. I'm like Monday morning, tomorrow, tomorrow. She ghosts me. I'm not sure if you saw the story. I literally sent her like five texts 
in a row. Just Oof. take a look. I didn't. I did not. Actually, no, yeah, I, think I, I think I did. did. I think I did. Uh, so sometimes I just it, flip. Yeah, <laughs> just scroll quickly. Yeah. Peter watched it, so I text her like three times the night before. She doesn't respond, and then the day comes, and I end up just hitting her Monday night. And she's like, "Oh, Teddy, like I could, co- I can come clean now. Are you, are you at home? Like, yes, I'm at home, but like I don't want you to come s- clean my." Ap- freaking studio for three hours while i'm sitting here yeah so i was just super upset she does such a great job which is so annoying and so aggravating Uh and it's like the universe is trying to tell me they're gonna teach me the same lesson until i get it but where do i find a cleaning lady if you have a cleaning lady or a cleaning man that i should use and you really are confident in him or her and it takes them i don't know three hours to do 500 square feet, let me know. Hopefully, it's at a reasonable price. But I was paying $80 for three hours. TedJonesWorldGmail.com. Seriously, I'm very, like, disheveled about this, man. Because, like, there are things that I wait for sometimes, you know, when it comes to cleaning or whatever. Like, if I'm not going to mop my floor on a Sunday because I thought my floor was going to get mopped on Monday. Now, bro, I really don't have an hour during the week just saying to mop my floor and change my bed sheet. And that comforter that takes fucking four hours to fold over on each of the four sides. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Usually it takes two people to do it. Sorry, man. I was just yeah. flustered today. It was just like, please be more reliable, you know? And then just like not responding to my text. It's so weird. And, yeah. and like, dude, $80 cash for three hours? That it, That's a lot of money. Yeah. Cash. She well, doesn't have to report it. No taxes, Peter. I know you like the I know you like the yeah. sound of that. You know what? She can Seriously, show up late bro. whenever she wants. If you know she's what I not- mean, though, man? Like, if you were getting, what? How? what's that math? Twenty six sixty seven an hour. Sixty six. It's six 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 six. We round off because so, four six figs. So that's if you were at a real job, man. What's that? But pre tax forty five an hour, something like that. I mean, that? not quite <laughs> that bad in New York. Almost, it's well, like forty. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. let's discuss that. You're making forty dollars an hour. How much yeah. are you making a year? It's like one fifty a year. What? Well, if you're working <laughs> if you twelve work- hour shifts, I don't know. I'm just saying, if anybody has a um, housekeeper that they really recommend, Ted Jones World at Gmail dot com, uh, Ted Jones World on Instagram, because that's the only Instagram that I have currently. Um, or wow. I'm Peter Moran. If you want to shoot Peter a yeah. DM and let him know what yeah. uh, housekeeper you think would be good for um, both of us, yeah. that would be great. Do you have a housekeeper? I do not. Um, right. So, but like having a roommate, I think like you guys can divvy it up. Being like, all right, just like keep it. There's cleaning. no divvying. No, I'll, you I'll do tell you lot. that. Okay, tell me about it. You do a lot of cleaning. I don't do a ton of cleaning. No one does a ton of cleaning. So, how does the sink look? The sink looks fine. I take care of the sink. I cleaned the tub today. Look. Ooh, I, clean the tub. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on top of my stuff for the yeah. most part. I, my bathroom. I'm not going to brag about it. Uh, the rest of stuff, I clean it as I need to. It's New York. It's a tiny apartment. It is what it is. It's hard to keep it clean. I do my best. When I get the next place, it's all mine. It's going to be exactly the way I want it to be all the time. And I really look forward to taking ownership over that. So, Peter, I guess we'll transition into the email. I just peeked at the email and I'm already giggling to myself Ooh-hoo. over the topic. So, uh, will you do the honors here and uh, just just <laughs> go over this email? Can man. I do these honors? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of topics today. A lot of us being annoyed. But ultimately, man, you and I um, just have a happy-go-lucky view on life. <laughs> uh, I, speak for yourself. Okay. Well, Elon, I Elon Musk, I hope he... <laughs> I hope Elon Musk kills himself on live television. Uh, all right. Know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. Fine. Maybe we censor that. Uh, <laughs> all right. George. <laughs> 
on that note. George 29, wife loves to talk during movies. All right, pretty self-explanatory title on this guy. Hey, guys, love the pod, and the advice is always solid. I'll keep this simple. My wife loves to talk during movies. She reacts, she has questions, she adds commentary. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Is that annoying or fair game? For reference, it's just us watching together. Sincerely, bad multitasker. Um, I've definitely had this issue before. I probably also used to be the kid asking too many questions during a movie. I don't know if you ever were. But ignoring usually goes a long way when you're watching a movie or like just being like, oh, sh- 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 like yeah, pointing the screen, yeah. oh, sh- 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 not giving eye contact and pointing the screen is a good one. Peter, you're if you like yeah. tell me and like I'm what, what was it, Jeff, Jeffrey, George, George, sorry. Um, if I'm George and like you're saying something to me, you're like, well, why? Why did that happen? Why is she wearing that skirt or whatever? <laughs> I'm just like looking yeah. at the TV, you know, a light like oh, uh-huh. sh- 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 let's watch. I don't know. Yeah. Eventually, I think the person will take a hint. Yeah, they should take a hint. So, so yes, I want to just point out. I think you gave your answer in telling your technique for getting someone to stop talking during the movie. Right. That you think yes, it's annoying. And yeah, for sure, like absolutely. I'm gonna. My first thought was no, it's not. But I realize it really depends on the person because I'll respond if it's someone like if it were my. This is your guy's wife. Like if it were someone I'm that that close with, I don't mind. We're in this show together we're in whatever we're like we're adding to it. We're making some jokes, we're making some comments. The, if someone asked me a really like a question about the what plot, is he doing? the question when we're watching this for the first time, like, I don't know. I'm I don't here know with you. But we also there also might be a plot thing like, hang on, do you do you have any idea why he's there? And that person might actually have noticed something I didn't. I don't mind that. But but that's a very select few like yes. watching partners that yes. I'm going to get into. And then I really do want to get into it. I'm going to react. I'm going to, oh, oh, I react really hard when, when, uh, <laughs> when people get hurt, like, like, even if it's a cartoon, even if it's like family guy and like the rooster comes out and punches it, like I like get I started. Fight, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I understand him, him not appreciating it. And it is what it is. I will say though, since I'm, I'm like selective with my watching partners on who I'd speak with. If it were my wife, I would probably, unless maybe she's just asking questions that, you know, are obvious and that, that is definitely I annoying. Think that is probably what you're like, referring to. Yeah. If it's that, question. if it's that, whatever. If you guys want to make like, comments, why add on. she wearing a sweatshirt? I like it being Isn't a it social fall? experience. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't really mess yeah. with that. Yeah, I, I understand. I, there's so there's you, my solo so shows. So then what do, you, my, what do you think that George should should do if he really can't stand it, though? Should he do what I was saying? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. Like, if if you're, if are if you don't want to answer, don't answer. And if it's going to be a problem, see what happens. Because I'll do this a lot. Someone makes a comment while I'm watching, and I'll be like, yeah, I think. That, and that's just because cause oh, I'm also a terrible. I've noticed that, that you do that sometimes. <laughs> Not like yeah, but I don't feel like when you're ignoring me. I feel like if you're multitasking, oh or yeah, you're doing something like you're typing on the phone, and then you'll start talking, and then we'll zone back out into the phone. Yeah, I'm a very uh, not a good very bad multitasker. Very like part of it, I kind of like like I'm trying to be a present person. Yeah, I'm trying to like like we'll we'll touch this now. The multitasking, texting, and talking never works so i've gotten to the point where like i know how annoying it is as soon as i talk if i'm talking to someone they take out their phone whatever i give them i know i'm going to get a bad response i know they didn't fully hear me even if they're doing their absolute best it's bad yeah. i only have half their mind i hate it so much so i don't want to be that person to them so if i need to I, hang on let me just send this text 
Nice. I'm listening to what you're saying. Let me just send this text so I can pay attention because if I'm thinking about the text that I need to send or I'm uh, texting while doing it, like, yeah, people do it all the time and it's so annoying. Like, you're you're fooling yourself. You're a horrible conversationalist if you're on your phone during it. And your texts are probably bad too. So, yeah, I don't mess with that. I don't, I don't mess with that at all. If it's urgent, I let them know, hey, let me take care of this. Then you have my attention. So um, I guess to, to wrap up what George's question would be is make the movie the number one priority or make the mm-hmm. TV show the number one priority and let it be known. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, one second. Like, I want to watch this. I want to watch this part. Then maybe we could pause it, you know, like after I fully understand what's going on. So I don't have to hear your question and then be like, what and then miss it and then none of us understand what the heck is going on yeah you know what i'm saying and if you guys if you guys want to like pause and go or something if it's that then go. fine hell yeah but but yeah if you're missing out the movie to explain something she didn't notice yeah, like, like if, i can if see if that being smoking a bowl during the movie peter it's got to be pretty hard to you know focus on so many yeah. things you know what i'm saying this is true smoke that green oh That's my true. god that was terrific so peter uh anything else you got to say before we uh get on out of here when's your next show bro uh considering considering yeah. today is what considering today is thursday yeah when's your, when's your yes show? <laughs> yes uh you know wednesday see me in eastville otherwise dm me if you want to come to a show dm me the schedule's always Moran. changing oh my god quickly before we get out of here peter so i have uh two people that would like to put money Ooh. into your Ooh. poker fund oh yeah yes so um, for those of you who don't know, Peter's running a little poker fund where right. he will get you return on his money. And if you don't fully know what the shit I'm talking about, email I'm Peter Moran on DM I'm on Peter Moran. Instagram <laughs> yeah. or email. Uh, what is it? P Moran. What's the email? P Moran mail. P Moran mail. We Gmail. love that. If you can't find me, it's on you at this point. Literally. Find I, me. I send me your guys. money. I'll we will see you more. guys at another time. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Ted Jones World Podcast with Peter Moran. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe. We've got new episodes dropping every Monday, Thursday, Saturday at 12 a.m. Follow us on TikTok, Ted Jones World Podcast. Hell Hell yeah. yeah.